Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. We're live at Twin Peaks Buckhead location. Hanging out on a Friday. Turn to a nice day, by the way. we got blue skies over Saturday. It's going to be nice. It's going to rain on Sunday. Not trying to give it the weather cliche, but if you're playing golf, tomorrow's the day, Carl. It looks like it's Smidget. Uh, that is her Twitter handle. Says, out here at Twin Peaks, listen to Dukes and Bell. What's up, girl? Live. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you uh, coming out and hanging out with us. I wonder, she was just over there chilling over there like, yeah, I want to see what these dudes are all about. So thank you guys for being out here, man. Appreciate you. Some um, people are better off not seeing how the radio sausage gets made. No, I agree. I, I totally agree. <laughs> Hey, coming up, we're going to get a chance to talk to Steve Kuhn in this hour, Hawks CEO. I was just telling Mike, Hawks are a two-point favorite tonight against the Wiz Oh, after beating them the other night. Wizards will play better tonight, though, Mike. Hey, They'll by be the better. way, speaking of real quick, we're talking March Madness now because we're all the conference action. The big conferences are in action. Yeah. Funny story today. We were here watching the end of the game. Uh, obviously, a Purdue's number one seed in the Big Ten. Rutgers was uh, getting smoked. They were a six-and-a-half-point dog. They hit a last-second shot to cover the six-and-a-half, and the crowd goes nuts. Oh, yeah. Who obviously was betting Rutgers, which was kind of funny. But that's the only compelling part of that basketball game. Well, speaking of hoops, guys, uh, if you're just joining us uh, today, Georgia Tech, Jay Bat, the AD, making the the decision to fire Josh Pastner. Um, We were wondering if he'd make it through the weekend. We didn't know if he'd, you know, hey, you're going to get through this weekend selection Sunday. Usually if you do as a coach, Mike, and you've not been been got, uh, you're probably coming back. But he's been at Georgia Tech now seven seasons. Um, it was basically the 2021 season that was arguably his best, where they went out, yeah. won the ACC tournament. The COVID year, the abridged season, yeah. down the run, yeah. Get to the tournament. But outside of that, Mike, this team went 15-18, and 6-14 and 14 in the ACC. Yeah, he had uh, you know four games under 500 for his career at the Flats in seven seasons. You know, he comes with a background as being a big-time recruiter coming from Memphis. And a lot, remember, a lot of Memphis fans said, you know, they thought maybe he had, it was a little more sizzled than steak at the end. I know you knew him from your time in Texas. But it's just seven years on top of the Brian Gregory where there was no buzz whatsoever. And now you go back and, my God, it's 20 years now since Paul Hewitt and the Final Four team. Yeah. Listen, uh, you know, and I say this all the time, full disclosure, when things like this go down, uh, I, I, I know Josh well. I like yeah. Josh. I wish him and his family nothing but the best. Uh, this goes back to his dad was an AAU guy, Mike, in, in the right. state of Texas. And uh, Josh knows what he's doing as far as coaching. He didn't have the players. And I'm not going to blame it solely on that. But in this era where you've got NIL now and the transfer portal and all these things that coaches have to navigate, the job at Georgia Tech is just a lot tougher than it used to be. You know, and there was a time where, hey, we can go to New York. We could go to anywhere on the East Coast. We could be right here in Atlanta and, right. and keep guys home. And we were going to have a viable team and more likely – uh, a team that could compete for a Final Four. Mike, 
it's not that way anymore. So who do they bring in, and where does this program go? Because now I think it's tougher than it ever has been to try to get this program mm. back to a respectable level. I'm not even talking about right. an Elite Eight Final Four run. I'm just saying respectable, where you win games in the ACC that matter, and more importantly – you are at least considered year in and year out for the NCAA tournament. You know, it's kind of funny. We live in a world where the SEC is considered more of a basketball conference than the ACC right now. It is. I mean, down year for Carolina. Uh, Duke, you know, again, Duke is going to make their run. They're 24-8. and eight. Clemson's got a good program this year. UVA obviously is one in Natty. And the Hurricanes are technically the best team in the conference. But, I mean, Louisville is one of the worst teams terrible. in all of college basketball. Four freaking wins. Notre Dame's terrible. Breen's stepping down. Talked about the Jackets. Florida State, they're good for a run about every other year with Coach Hamilton. They're terrible this year. They got beat by Georgia Tech. So the ACC and hoops, you know, we talk about, you know, what it means and, and where you can go with NIL and the city of Atlanta and the history. I don't does Georgia Tech resonate? I mean, I know, Carl, it's all about getting the right guy. You plug the right guy, and then it, things pop. If you had told me that Bruce Pearl was going to come to Auburn or Alabama could be doing the things they're doing with NATO, it's aside from the ancillary things off the court. Sure. But, I mean, Georgia Tech should never be this bad. And this is almost like two decades now of, like, total – got to be honest. They don't even matter. Georgia Tech basketball means nothing right now in the city of Atlanta. Yeah, and, and it should. And that is why it is – compelling and interesting mm-hmm. to talk about where do they go um listen jay bat as we said he comes over from alabama mike he makes a decision mm-hmm. on brent key they've turned over now and he, these are his guys right he's got a new football coach and he's soon to have mm-hmm. a new basketball coach i'm not sure who that's going to be now mike anderson got fired today also from from st john's mike anderson was in flux and immediately everybody's saying they need to go get rick patino Big article in the New York Post today. Daily News got one, too, saying it's time. Because, again, uh, St. John's is about as irrelevant as Georgia Tech. Okay, so how serious is Georgia Tech about basketball, then? Well, not serious, serious? Enough, not serious enough to call Rick Pitino. Because, then you're not serious. Well, no, but because it, also here's the thing with Georgia Tech. It's the great culture debate. What are you? Do you want to win at all costs? Then we always hear about, well, it's a different standard at Georgia Tech. And I get it. Yes, you've got to be very smart to go there. You want to win some basketball or not? What did you put all that money into McCamish for? That's what I'm asking. I mean, this is where you got to get all the things that Bill Curry has talked about with the school that Dave Brain used to talk about in the old days. He was saying, everybody's got to be on the same page. What are why is what is the point of having a basketball team if you have no chance of even winning the ACC, let alone get competing for a championship, going to tournaments, doing the things? At least Paul Hewitt, we'd argue about what he should or shouldn't be doing, but they were relevant back yeah. then. Yeah, I, I just think if you're serious, and, and we'll find out how serious Jay Bat is now. It is also the financials of this also right. are at play. If J-Bat had a blank check, Mike could go get a guy for, for four to five or $6 million mm. a year. Then you pick up the phone and you call those level guys. The reality is more than likely this is going to be an up-and-coming coach who will get an opportunity to kind of prove himself. I.e. inexpensive. And, and it becomes inexpensive. Uh, Brad says, Dukes and Bell, go get Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart's killing it at Marquette. Mm. He left Texas because there was dysfunction. He goes to Marquette. Guys, they're going to be one of the best teams in the tournament. I mean, if I'm Shaka Smart, I don't know if I'm leaving that situation where I'm at right now to come to Georgia Tech. Is it as attractive as you think it is? And that's the other problem, right. Mike. That gets back to what are, what are you? Where do you stand in the world? Georgia Tech was terrible. There was no history of like – there's no there was no history like Kansas had or Oklahoma State had back in the day. And so Bobby Kremens got there. You can look up the records, guys. It was nothing. And then Bobby Kremens put it on the map, and unfortunately, eventually it wound down. And then Hewitt did – you know, you could argue was probably should have done better in the ACC, but – he took you to a Final Four, took you to a national championship game with a bunch of guys that nobody outside of Tech fans ever heard of.
Jared, Jack, B.J. Elder. We mentioned Luke Schencher. Remember Luke, Carl, they're playing at Cameron Indoor? The Dukies, they had a big picture of Ronald McDonald. It said, Luke, I am your father. So, I mean, that was a team that was all role players, but they overachieved all the way to play UConn that year and lose the championship. Yeah, well, give Paul credit. That means he coached. Hell yeah. I mean, that, that that's what we're talking about. That but, run, but, by the way, that run. But that's, but that's ancient history. It is. But, Mike, I will say this. You can, you can bring in anybody you want. If you don't have the players, it's not happening. If, if if Alabama, okay, doesn't have arguably the best player in the country and Brandon Miller, Nate Oates' team is not doing what they're doing right now. Mike, you still have to have those guys. And right now in the seven-year tenure, even though he put guys in the NBA, um, we're talking about Josh Pastner, he didn't have that kind of guy. That was the best player in the conference, right. one of the considered best player in the country, those guys elevate your program. But here's the deal. I mean, Josh Pastner did have the connection with the sneaker pimps and the AAU stuff. And, again, it just didn't – Memphis, it, maybe it just, it, for whatever reason, never got the traction at Tech. This gets back to the cultural thing, Carl, with the academic requirements and everything else that people talk about. In a one-and-done NIL world, how can you compete for the elite talent, all the, the McDonald's All-Americans that are going to go play for Calipari, not learn anything, and then go to the NBA? How do you compete with that? Well, you got to get a guy who understands that and is willing to get into the that arena. But you also, Mike, have to have NIL. You have to be able to attract these young but men. But does Georgia Tech have the apparatus when it comes to the basketball program to put that thing together? Well, the wearable? I mean, you would think they have enough folks that have enough coin to go do that. that. That's the thing. The initiative to create that. Chris, real quick while we're talking about NIL, can I hear Nick Saban talk about this? Because um, oh, Nick, Nick's uh, laying the groundwork on this one again. Well, <laughs> we, we are going to uh, to let you hear this because he was talking about, you know, NIL and he was saying, in, in essence, I'm paraphrasing. Right. It is not his job to go sell a player and say, hey, if you come play quarterback for me, I'm going to give you X amount of dollars. Right. My job is to get the player there. Right. Right. And then get you NIL, not sell you on NIL. And my point is, if you're Georgia Tech and you're up against it, Mike, how do you do this? How, how does the next coach – you have to have somebody that's willing to get into that arena and be willing to do that with some of the top players in the country. Saban's talking about he wants basically some kind of a, well, ironclad contract that once you come and you get your NIL, yeah. you don't transfer out. That's, well, that's the crux of his statement. Do you like that idea? Well, I mean, I guess it's okay unless you're per- pilfering Jameer Gibbs or Jermaine Burton, then it's a one. It's a different side of those. Oh, it's a one-way streak at that, that time, isn't it? Saban always puts this stuff out there. He floats it out there, and and again, everything he does is calculated. He made those statements that he made about uh, Texas A&M because he basically was calling out everybody else in college football, not just Jimbo. Number one recruiting class for Alabama. We'll see how he does now again. With all that talent, he's missing some coaches. But this is something which, obviously, Carl, he doesn't like the idea that I can have a guy come in and go right out the like a revolving door, go right out the door the next year. Yeah, he's saying there should be some some contractual agreement. So now we're professionals. So they're professionals. Well, Mike, they really are. I mean, when you think about it, Mike, there are guys allegedly who have nil deals of of a couple of two or three million dollars. That that's professionals. Well, he's talking about the amateurs, which again, it's it's that's a pipe dream. But now look. My thing with Saban is you're in Alabama, you're on the high ground. Just do it as better, do it better than Kirby. <laughs> you know, do it better than Kirby and stop belly again and doing your passive aggressive crap about what you don't like in college football this week. He hasn't done it better than Kirby in the last two years, and I think that's what's bugging him. Hey, we're gonna give you a chance to win some tickets to go check out the high school reunion tour. It features Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and more. The concert is August 9th. 
at Lakewood Amphitheater. Tickets went on sale this morning, guys, at 9 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. We're going to give away two right now at 404-741-0929. You want to go check out Snoop? Be the fifth caller at 404-741-0929. You are going to get tickets. We're coming back. We'll set up and talk about a lot of the free agents that are out there now. Teams, Bo mentioned this, making cuts, salary cap casualties. And it is intriguing to see, Mike, if we are going to be interested in any of the guys that are currently available. Who are we going to sign? It's Dukes and Bell. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9. The game coming up less than 15 minutes. We'll talk to Steve Coonan, Hawks CEO. We'll get the latest on uh, what's going on with our team as uh, the Hawks get ready to take on the Wizards tonight in Washington. It's not a back-to-back. It's literally play, get a day of rest, and then play, and then our Hawks come home to take on the Celtics. More with Steve Coonan coming up. Mike, let's talk about what's going on around the NFL because as we count down to the start of free agency next week, Mm -hmm. and if we don't do something – I'm going to stop this car. I swear I'm going to stop this car. I was just talking to one of our – we got some great listeners out here today at Twin Peaks. So I got some of our guys, and, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, are we going to go for the big splash? Are we going to try to manufacture pass rush? I mean, you're going to spend the money somehow, 89% of it at least, Carl, most money they've had in decades. So, I mean, to me, Hargrave is a great piece. But, see, I just – I'm trying to sit there behind Terry Fontenot's desk and look at it the way he looks at it. He might say, look – we're more than just one big defensive tackle away. We can, we need everything. We need a bunch of guys all over the place. But, I mean, to me, you got a chance to get a guy who's transformative, who make your defensive line better. And do, do you think they're thinking that way? I mean, do you think that's I mean, the big ticket item? Or are they going to do it with a lot of – they're going to utilize that money the best way they think, which may be smaller units. Smaller piece is a, you know, is a Hyman Roth asked for when they cut the cake. So let me ask you this. What are we playing for next year? You plan to win? Are you playing to be average? Are you playing to be mediocre? Mm. Are you playing to try to win this division? We're going to go for three years in a row, seven and ten? Are you playing to win this division? If you can't answer those questions with a, a wholeheartedly yes, yes, mm. and yes, then you go make your team as best as possible. Listen, I, I don't know what you guys are thinking about this money as if, like, we can put it in a trust or something and it'll be there four years from now. You gotta That's use not it. how this works. you got to use it. So – I don't know what you guys want, and I'm saying you guys, for the Falcon fans who are hesitant to say, oh, I don't think we should do that, or I don't think we should go spend the money on Lamar, or I don't think we should go spend the money on Hardgrave. Do you want to win this division or not? Do you plan on being in the playoffs or not? Are we going to go to camp this, this season, and Arthur Smith's going to be in his first press conference and go, guys, we really appreciate you guys being here, but we're a three-win football team, and so uh, we appreciate you guys showing up. He's not going to do that. Right. He's going to say, I'm competing to win. Art is as competitive as anybody I've met, guys, in this coaching business. He's quiet and to mm-hmm. himself, but I'm telling you guys, he takes stuff personal, and the idea that we haven't won this division in games that we've blown like Carolina or blowing the New Orleans game last year, it drives him nuts. We need to win now. So you do what you need to do, Mike, and that's where I'm at. If it means spending money and overspending on a difference maker, right. not an average player, then you go do it. I mean, do you want to go get your next uh, tackle through the draft? You know, you're going gonna to allocate that eighth pick for, a, again, good draft for offensive linemen, really good draft for edge rushers, good draft for corners. You need corners. You need edge rushers. So you could argue you could do that vis-a-vis the draft. Uh, and then you focus on, you know, taking the best free agents. It's not a great edge rusher free agent class. Well, then don't spend the money on that. Right. But go spend the money on something else that your team needs. 
I'm not advocating just, wow, we want an edge rusher, so let me go get a third-tier edge rusher. I don't want that. I mean, because there's guys like uh, Nguakwe. We've talked about Zach Wilders. Who's the year from the Broncos? There's there's a couple of guys that are just – they're just dudes. I mean, it's just there's not a lot of excitement. There's not like you've got – it's not like Reggie White is out there taking a tour to see where he's going to go. I mean, there's just dudes. So with that said, teams are cutting. Frank, by the way, Frank Clark, I like. I do too. Five sacks last year, but the Reds, so the 49ers apparently are interested in him. I love the idea of Deron Payne because he's younger than Hargrave, but he looks like he'll be locked up by the commanders that Bo brought up. But, I mean, it's just not exactly like you've got household, pro, consummate Pro Bowl edge rushers that are out there that you'd be spending 18 to $20 million on. They're not really in this free agent All class. All right, what about Zadarius Smith? He wants out. He just want to act, wants out of Minnesota. Okay, he's a pass rusher. Yeah, he's and he's a 6'4", 270 guy. He can stand up. I mean, he's a stand-up, so he would probably go with, with Zoe. So if right. you brought him in here, you would pair him and uh, Ebikady and uh, Adi and, 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 uh, and Malone. I like, and I like that. The, the, the idea of it, right? I, yeah. I like that idea. Those are the things we should be exploring because we can and the guy he talked about, Mike, just mentioned Draymond Jones. Draymond Jones and Zach, I mean, me and Arch were talking about this, and I, I don't want to steal Arch's stuff. I, I asked him about Draymond Jones and Zach Allen about a week and a half ago. They're, they're, they're five techniques, and they're going to be inside pass rushers in, uh, in a nickel. So, but they're, but they're guys. Zach Allen played for BC. He's a, he's a Cardinal right now. He's right. spent a couple years next to J.J. Watt. Draymond Jones is essentially the the same guy. They're 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 two dudes that are essentially the same guy as far as what they do, how well they've performed, their skill set. Either guy would work well here, uh, but you know now you're now you're bringing in guys. You got Taquan Graham that's going to come back, who's been very good for you, especially in the run game. But you look at this defense when the when they suffered against the run. It was when Taquan Graham went got hurt. When he went but, down. I mean, but Hargrave is a guy that, I mean, we, I use that phrase a lot, force multiplier, making everybody better. That would help to Squid Billy's point, Evacadian, Malone, and Ogundeji. Maybe Ogundeji at some point is going to pop. I mean, it took Foyer Lewick in three years really to become that guy. What's our timeline on our guys we've drafted here, especially the Fontenot guys that are going into year three? You should know in, by, by year three whether guys can play or not. Guys, it don't take long. I mean, this whole notion, well, we've got to continue to wait. For what? It doesn't take that long. Three years in, I know if you can play or if you can't. Mike, three years in, I know right. if I'm paying you down the road or if I'm not. I mean, you know, the Eagles, for example, let's take a look at this. Guy just hit me up. He's like, we need corner hit. What about Darius Slay? He's 32. Yeah, it's I'm not, not interested. Darius Slay's a guy who goes to a team that's already playing in the playoff, in the conference playoff, the, the piece that puts you over the top. Uh, that's not a guy we go get. But, but we already have that guy. you got to right. trade for him, though. What do yeah. you got to give? What kind of draft pick you got to give? For a 32-year-old, we but, got we, g- but we have a guy that was hurt last year. Casey fit, Hayward? Yes, who yeah. fits this same profile. Experienced. You're not paying him the kind of money that Slay has. Mm-hmm. I just think that's you've got to be smart and calculated about it, and that's what we're going to see where Terry Fontenot is mm-hmm. as free agency starts next week. But, again, we cannot start next week, and we're not doing anything, Falcon fans. I'm going to be pissed off straight up right. because we have money to go help ourselves and help our team. How they do it, that's up to them. But if we're going to sit back and wait until two weeks from now, Falcons finally make a move, something is wrong. Well, the thing is, there's and, – and, again, I don't know because there's just no – there's no big name other than Lamar Jackson. I mean, there's a I'm couple – I'm sorry? Of, there's Lamar Jackson's up here. Who did you say? And there's Aaron Rodgers, but he's not a free agent. He's going to be traded. Oh. And that's generates – because the quarterback always generates the juice. What about Bates at safety? I love it. I mean, that's – I mean, but again – is that something that Bono looks at and says, if we were a 10 or 11 win team, that's the guy that puts me over the top on our defense? I don't know. Yeah, do you want to spend? When you have so many holes to fill, how do you prioritize why, and how much why, you're going to spend? But why are we waiting on these positions if you think guys can help you? Right. 
That that's my guys. I don't understand that. Like, oh, I'm gonna wait to get a really good safety yeah. until we get a really good defense. Who are the two worst defenses in the NFL? Us and the Bears. Who are the Bears talking about? Hargrave. Guys, one or two players can change your whole defense. It doesn't take six guys. I don't understand the Bates thing, um, mainly because here we go again. Mm. We always want to build outside in. I- I'm with Mike on Hargrave. I'm not going to pay Jesse Bates $18 million. If I on- get Hargrave, no. Well, I would – Build the trenches, and our, we might find out that our guys in the back end are a little bit better than we thought they were yeah. because they had something in front of them. I'm all for Hargrave, but I'm not signing him to a five-year deal at yeah. 33. Well, that's the thing. If Rashawn Evans comes back, and we love Anderson, right? We, we love do. his ability. We do. He does his job better. If there's, it's a Squid Billy's point. There's not a tackle or a guard in his face five yards down the field. All season long, anybody not named Grady Jarrett was getting pushed around. We're going to have some interesting decisions to make starting next week. And by the way, you're seeing a lot of guys get cut, salary cap casualties. Some of these names will be popping up. I don't necessarily know just because they're available if they make sense for us. Steve Coonan's next, guys. We're live at Twin Peaks and Buckhead at Stukes and Bell. Oh, it's that time on a Friday. We're live at Twin Peaks Buckhead and uh, inviting you to come on out and hang out with us. Got a chance to meet a couple of our listeners already. Had some nonsense earlier as two gentlemen, two, were trying to get us to talk about Cam Newton coming to the Falcons. It's not (laughs) happening. And that's the kind of day it's been, Mike. He hasn't played professional football since 21. It's kind of day. But this guy, it's basically, if nothing else, it just kind of shows you how people are sort of just, well, lukewarm to Desmond Ritter because they didn't get to see enough of him. And Brock Purdy showed out. Of course, Brock Purdy was surrounded by so much talent in San Francisco. So we'll see. But right now, Carl, a lot of folks want something bigger at the quarterback position, which is a shame because Desmond Ritter might be the guy, but just didn't get enough of a sample size. Well, you know, the guy that has doesn't have to worry about all those problems with Ritter is the guy that's on the line right now. His name is Steve Coonan, Hawks CEO. He's got his own issues to worry about. Steve, what are you going to do, by the way? Daylight savings time this weekend. Saturday night, baby. We spring ahead. We get an extra hour. What are you going to do with the extra hour, Steve? I'm not going to talk about the Falcons quarterback problem with y'all. See? See? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Told you. See, fall back. You, you get the hour. Spring ahead. We lose an hour. 
you know, those Who's guys run a very good ship. I think they're going to be just fine. Well, we were talking about our boy Trey Young and, and playing some defensive intensity and certainly at least the last game, doing the little things. Carl was talking about disrupting the lanes, three quick turnovers early in the game. If this is maybe shape of things to come, that's the nice to see. I will relate to him tonight, your approval. He'll be thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't let him tweet. Right. Hey, Steve, let's talk about this uh, next home stand because we've got the Celtics coming in tomorrow. Um, tonight we play, so we come home, we're playing a back-to-back, and, and, you know, we're looking at the schedule. We're counting the games down. It's like the season's almost over. Mike and I were flipping out earlier in the week. We're like, we got, what, 16 games, right. 15 games left in the season. Yeah, no, it, it's moving kind of quick. I, I had to do something today and looked at the schedule. I'm going, well, what about, oh, what about, what about? And it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, so we've got, um, we actually have three really good games coming up, Boston, Minnesota, and Golden State. Mm. Um, and all three of those games should be um, tough. I mean, great opponent in Boston who has been a little choppy lately, but coming off a of back-to-back, it's not a team you want. And in Minnesota with Ann Edwards, that's a really unique team, really talented. And then very happy that Steph Curry is back, um, you know, playing. And I think we're going to have um, – a very competitive week, but I like what I, mean, I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm hearing. You know, Quinn um, in Miami taped up the ballroom to be a basketball court and did run-throughs, hands-on, and there's the different intensity. So, you know, hopefully tonight and tomorrow night we start to shine. I'm very encouraged. I know it was it was tough at first. We said, well, maybe we can you know catch lightning in a bottle with Quinn. But I think you know it's a combination of you know learn, get, really learn, getting to know these guys, learning these guys, and evaluating at the same time. Going with a nine man rotation, by the way. Yeah, I mean, and look at um, Sadiq Bay. I mean, he shined the last couple of games, and so nobody really thought this was a panacea that fixes everything overnight. I mean, that I don't think that would be reasonable to expect, but I do think and it's a little bit of a sports cliche about getting better every day. I think we've gotten better with Quinn, and I think that's not something really you can argue about. You can see it with the eye test, and we'll see it as we close the season again with, you know, tough teams, Boston, Cleveland, Memphis, Golden State, Philadelphia, Dallas, Washington. We've got um, we've got a big challenge on our hands, but we'll find out if we're up to it, and I think we are. Steve Coonan, our guest, guys. Uh, Steve, you've been here all your life as far as following Atlanta sports and Georgia sports. Today, Georgia Tech moves on from their head basketball coach and Josh Passner. And Mike and I have been talking about, you know, the glory days, right, the good old days. And we need that. We want all of our teams to win. And, you know, the, the landscape of college basketball has changed a lot. I'm just curious about your um, – you know, how you see this situation, not from a hiring standpoint or anything like that, just as a fan from the outside looking in and a guy that enjoys when all of our teams are up. And it's been a while since Georgia Tech basketball has been as relevant as it should be. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I happen to like Josh quite a bit. I think he was a very good coach. I think it's a very difficult assignment to compete in the ACC, and I think he had his magic season two years ago. So I was a little disappointed that um, – you know, he's not continuing because I do think he is a very good coach. But I don't know what's out there. I really don't follow, you know, college basketball coaches. So I, I quickly saw something about somebody from Coastal Carolina. And, 
you know, some, I, I would say, non-Power 5 schools, if that's the right vernacular for, um, for mid-majors. So I, I just hope, you know, again, it, it's really hard to compete. Look at what happened to UNC, who were a few baskets mm-hmm. away from being national champs last year. All right. And by the way, there's a lot of things that are out there, but guys that do follow the sport are saying Pat Kelsey from College of Charleston might be somebody that they're looking at. We'll give you more names as they come up. But, yeah, I, I think well, Steve. And they should be looking right here at, you know, yeah. Coach Raheem is I in know our that, own backyard at Kennesaw but State. They, we talked about Ron Hunter. We you know in Georgia State, when you have these stories, Steve, I think, you know, it's such a rich area for basketball. These kids just don't play at Georgia Tech or Georgia. They generally go to Auburn or they go to Alabama these days lately. But it's good for the Hawks when you've got, you know, we, we know the TV interest is there. The ratings are always huge. It's a basketball crazy town, but for some reason they, they can't get traction at Georgia Tech. It, it is nuts that neither one of the Georgia major colleges are a basketball power. I mean, it, it's inexplicable. Can you explain it? <laughs> no, I mean, dynamic personality. And also, I think, look, not to break down the other – your job is with the Hawks, but you've got there's – there's there has been a buzz. 2021 generated a dynamic buzz about the Hawks. And not to blow smoke, but you're a guy who gets marketing. You know, we thought, like, Collins came in for the football program, kind of full of sound and fury. Four years later, signifying nothing. So how do you find the guy that can really get in the living rooms of kids, get to the, get the program cooking, get interest? Because, you, you, Steve, you've been around Atlanta forever. Remember the old days when Alexander Memorial was cooking? There's nothing like it. Yeah, I mean, it was on fire. And Bobby Crimmins was a great coach. And Paul Hewitt had an incredible run, to, you know, in the Final Four. It's, um, you know, it's interesting. And I do think it's a lot more than marketing slogans on a T-shirt. I think we saw that um, – you know, with, with Tech, I think we saw that in the last years of Dan Quinn. I, I think it's mm-hmm. really about having a vision for the program and, and pulling that vision together. But I think recruiting is really difficult. And I wonder in the world of NIL, is Georgia Tech advantaged or disadvantaged? I don't know. I spend most of my college time polishing our national championship trophies from the University <laughs> of Georgia. So I really have time to study because of the blinding light coming off the multiple trophies that seem to be accumulating by the year. Just, yeah. just saying, not, not bragging. No, it's a, it's a fair assessment. You know, we're, we're talking about this, guys, because it's news today. And uh, Steve is, is a guy that has enlightened, you know, in many areas uh, in the world of sports. But I also think, Steve, when you talk about you know, Georgia Tech and, and all the obstacles is what I'm going to use, right? This is the word I'm going to use, obstacles in front of them. Um, part of this is the financial component. And, you know, you're sitting here talking about Georgia's championships. The Georgia football program is bringing in more money than it ever has at this point. You're able to do more than you ever could ever do at Georgia. And Georgia Tech basketball is not in that position. Most basketball programs aren't. So when you have that financial component, Steve, that's the other part about this. Whether you're hiring a new coach or you're doing, you want to do things, whether it's NIL, that's the other side of this that I don't know most fans. that They just think Georgia Tech's supposed to go get the best recruits, and it's just not that way anymore. Yeah, and without getting too wonky, it's going to get really crazy because the Pac-12 might be out here on an island without a TV contract. And True, The right? ACC is sitting with a TV contract not over – for 13 more years, and the SEC is sitting there, you know, earning pro-level um, TV rate um, revenue plus radio and Internet and all that kind of good stuff. And so the disparity between schools is only going to get larger in a football program. And in a lot of cities, I mean, my, my daughter went to the University of Kansas. 
their major programs are basketball program. It is the economic engine. And so, you know, I think as these conferences and these schools, as things change, it's going to get really, really different. And I think television is going to be front and center for that, you know, winners and losers I think are going to be evaluated in the next couple of years in a very big way. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the teams that generate the juice in the ACC, like Florida State, Times are saying, look, we, we put the numbers up. We're generating the millions. You other guys, no one's tuning in to watch you guys, so they want a bigger piece of the pie. And again, Steve, we had told you, you know, 20 years ago, USC would be in the Big Ten. Your head would spin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it, I'll be very curious to see what happens when they have to kick off a game at noon, you know, at Rutgers in New Jersey <laughs> coming cross country. And will it affect <laughs> the quality of the program, the quality of play? So, it, it's it's the wild west out there. I mean, you know, thank goodness for the stability of the pro programs. And, I, and I'm not trying to be flip here. I'm being <laughs> serious because college is really in flux. Before we let you go, uh, Hawks in action tonight, guys. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tip against the Wizards right here on Sports Radio 92.9 a game. We're two-point favorites? Uh, I, I, so. I don't uh, look, but thank you, Michael. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Hey, uh, Draymond and, and Dylan Brooks, they uh, are, are creating this rivalry. We've seen Memphis and, and the Warriors kind of go at each other. You like it? You, you like the, the, the talking and all that's going on? And you think it's good for the league? How do you feel about it? So, Carl, I'm on the board of WWE. I might not be the best person to ask this question about. Um, okay. okay. Meaning, look, I, I, as long as it's good, harmless you know, trash talk, um, I'm fine with it. And if you, you know, if you would have ever had Michael Jordan mic'd up, I think it would make these guys blush. Um, but, but I do like, I, I do like a little ag- aggressive teasing that happens on the court. And, and I do think that um, no one's better than Draymond. I mean, Turner signed him to a broadcast deal when he was still playing. You know, that doesn't happen. And he is, um, he usually backs it up with his actions. But um, I think Draymond's kidding around, and I think Dylan Brooks is actually angry. So it's, it's an odd situation. And the Grizzlies are trying to establish themselves as, you know, the next thing. Obviously, they're going to need John Moran eventually to get back out there. Hey, fun fact, let's end on a positive note, Carl. Yes, please. Steve, Steve Coonan, did you know? Did you know? Your Atlanta Hawks have won twice as many road games as Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Yes, we have. Unfortunately, they don't give a trophy for that. But I do like that statistic. And um, in a year where, you know, we, we are playing 500 ball, the better we play on the road, the better we'll play at home. So let's finish these next 16 with a bang. What do you, what do you gentlemen say to that? I'd be all for it. There's nothing more that I'm hoping is that we get hot, mm. head into the playoffs, and we feel really good about where this team is going. It would be nice, and they have a chance to do that. It's all in front of them. Steve, have a great weekend. Enjoy well, the let's extra get hour. get everybody out there tomorrow night cheering for the Hawks. I, I've gotten a lot of ticket requests this week from the Irish consulate and other places, which make me suspicious. There might be a Boston fan or two in this market, so let's make sure that the Hawks are in full throat out there tomorrow and give these guys every chance to win right on steve Coonan, enjoy you. the weekend all right we'll talk to you next week that's steve Coonan, guys i got him uh, yeah we're staying right by the uh, stadium there i got a vibo oh off, did you? off a memorial there it's uh, gonna be great you're going to the game you yeah. betcha yeah did you ask steve for tickets says walking distance there. i said sully we can walk to this we can walk to the arena oh yeah by the way celtics fans they're not yeah are they the worst well philly be the worst but they'd be 1a 
I agree with that. They got a good team, though. It's yep. going to be fun tomorrow at State yep. Farm. And they got more rest than we do. They do. They're in town tonight, as a matter of fact. Hey, coming up, who's the one for you? Who's the one? We'll talk about it next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.